I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. Hey guys, good morning. I hope that you are all doing the best that you can right now, given the circumstances that we face through these coronavirus, COVID-19 challenges. And if you're coming back and listening to this at a later date, I hope that you can reflect back and see that we made it through this and that we learned so much and that even though it was scary and there was so many challenges thrown our way, we were able to navigate those things and come out the other side of it better for it, you know, like more, more, the, more to the wise, I guess. Now, I want to read you something quickly that I saw uh, entrepreneur Ed Milet share the other day, and I felt like it was just, it was a good message. It was positive. It was a good reminder to us all about how we need to think and feel as much as possible right now. So. He said this, many of us are at a loss and feel like nothing is going right, but there is one thing that brings a smile to my face, and it's that our, it's our freedom to choose. We can choose to be grateful. We can choose to have hope. We can choose to experience happiness. We can choose to see this as an opportunity of a lifetime. We can decide that this is happening for us and not to us. Hope, gratitude, and happiness feel far, far away for many of us right now, but your mental state doesn't have to be dependent on your current circumstances. All of these wonderfully fulfilling and uplifting emotions can be cultivated by you making a conscious decision, wanting to count your blessings and focus on what you do have instead of what you are lacking. You do not have to wait for your circumstances to change before you begin to smile again. Choose to smile today and then take one action to actually make that happen. When this pandemic comes to an end, you will look back over all of your choices, all of your accomplishments, and all of your behaviors. You will want to be proud of the effort that you put in. And all of the decisions that you made to lead you and your family through this tumultuous time. Don't let time slip away from you. Make the decision to be grateful, to be hopeful, to be happy now. So you can know that you gave everything you possibly could to use this time to create the next best version of yourself. The choices you make during these times will determine the version of you that emerges when all of this is over. Do you choose to be grateful? Do you choose to have hope? Do you choose to have and experience happiness? Do you choose to work harder? Do you choose to spend more time with your family? Today, I choose to smile. Now, I love that because I felt like right now for so many of us, we can feel like our circumstances are massively dictating our state, our emotional state, our mental state, in that you can see this across 
the board with everything, right? So for many people right now, if they can't get to the gym or they can't do their normal workout routine and it's at home and they don't have the equipment that they have, so all of a sudden they feel like things aren't as good and they're not enjoying things as much. They're not enjoying the process of transformation as much because they don't have their normal routines and the access to the normal facilities. And so because of that, they're choosing to look at the things that they don't have right now and it's shifting their focus away from being happier right now and finding opportunity right now. And it's the same concept around even money and finances, which I know is a really big thing for a lot of people right now. And this is something that I've really had to work through in my own life because I came from a family where early on we didn't have a lot and there was a lot of scarcity all the time. And I reckon that and I and I recognize now that a lot of the scarcity and the fear that I had around not enoughness when it came to money was just me seeing what was basically happening on a daily basis when I was a child and that there was always bills. It was never enough. And there was always this fear of never enough. And so as an adult now, I've had to step back and really look at that psychology and recognize that one, it wasn't serving me. It was just keeping me in this fear state. And the second thing is that if I can rewire how I think about everything, that doesn't have to be the results in my life. We can change any of those things. And so people think to themselves, well, once I clear all my debt off, or once I get through this thing, or once I can get back to the gym, or once I can get back onto my normal eating schedule, or once I have, you know, like I was saying, all my finances squared away, I will finally be happy. I will finally be able to smile. I will finally be able to feel less anxious. And what I want to propose to you is this idea that it's almost like this mirage off in the distance. You know, we're, we're, we're in the desert and we're, and we're so thirsty. We're so, our throat is so parched. And we see this oasis glimmering off in the distance. And we think, man, if only I can make it to that waterhole with those, those palm trees swaying. I will quench my thirst and I finally feel at peace. And so we keep chasing that mirage and it keeps getting further and further and further away. Or we get there and we realize that it was nothing that could actually quench that thirst in the first place. That is the biggest thing. That's usually one of the biggest reckonings that a lot of people have when it comes to body transformation where they think, well, if only I can get abs and look jacked or fit that size X dress, insert whatever size is your goal, I'll get there and I'll feel freaking amazing all the time and all my problems will go away. And they get there and that's just not the case. And there's almost this disappointment with that. And and that is typically when you see people start to relapse because they're like, man, this didn't really change much of anything. And part of that is the myth and the misinformation that the fitness industry perpetuates to you about just purely physical body transformation being something that is sought after. Yes, you want to optimize how you look, 
But optimizing how you look is really a byproduct of optimizing everything inside internally on a chemical level, on a hormonal level, on a, on a gut health level, on a brain chemistry level, on a psychological level, how you think, the way that you see your challenges, the way that you operate mentally. You do all of those things correctly and the physical transformation is a byproduct of those things. See, most people do it the other way around, right? They, they force the physical transformation without changing the internal environment. And so it's not sustainable and they default back to what their internal environment looks like. That's why what we do now and the way that we coach people is so very, very different because it is psychology-based. It's internal-based. I recognize now that we change those internal workings. The outside is a byproduct. Most coaches do not operate from this way. They operate from the outside in, and they don't even address the inner, really. They scratch the surface of it. We go from the inside out because that is the way that you create sustainability. But look, one of the challenges that I want to propose to you is that we often think that right now our circumstances are dictating our happiness and dictating the way that we can live our life fully. And what if this, what if we never go back to the old normal? You've got to contemplate that. What if there's a new normal that's going to look different to what we used to know? Does that mean that you will never be happy again? No. So you've got to be willing to look at your, your blessings and look at the things that you can do to change your life right now. Like he was saying, focus on smiling, focus on serving, focus on being happier through doing fundamental things that start with you. Like that quote that I mentioned uh, in another podcast, and I'll re- mention again, if you feel helpless, be helpful. Reach out to people, drop them audio messages, drop them messages, check in on them, see how they're doing, offer assistance. Just whatever you have knowledge in certain things that can help people, just offer it to them. It helps you. It makes you feel better. If anything, you self-coach these principles back into yourself. So if you're teaching someone how to you know, handle their finances or handle their diet or handle their mind right now, while you're teaching them that, you're self-coaching it back into yourself as a reminder to you to do those things that you're teaching. That's a beautiful thing. That really is a beautiful thing. Now, I want to talk about some of the things that I've been doing to help myself feel good during these times because I'll be the first to tell you that there are many times through the day where I have challenging moments. You know, like we, you know, with our daughter Zia, as of the time of this recording of this podcast, she is almost two years old and it's just very, very time consuming, uh, parenting her. She's definitely a high needs child and some days are really, really difficult. You know, like some days where she's upset and she's not content and she's crying and fussing literally almost all day. And it's really emotionally taxing on Lauren, my wife, and myself. Very, very emotionally taxing. And so you add, the, and, I'm in, and I know that many of you understand that. You know, if, if anything, some of you have it much, much harder. But again, we're not here to compare challenges, right? At the end of the day, everyone has their challenges and in their mind, 
it's hard for them and that's what matters. And so you add that emotional drain, which I know many of you feel on top of the pressure to find solutions with your business or adapt and figure things out and all of these things. And one of the beautiful things that one of our students mentioned the other day was that she felt like she almost had a grieving process happen where she was like, I'm grieving the spring and summer that I thought I was going to have. Cause you know, like she thought she would be outdoors a lot more hiking with tons of friends, like, because a lot of the national parks right now are shut. And so she thought she'd be out hiking with tons of friends, connecting with people, you know, things that are representative of spring. And she's like, I feel like I'm grieving that spring and summer that I thought I was going to have. And you've got to ask yourself, like, are you grieving something that you thought you were going to have? Are you grieving a process? Are you grieving an expectation that you thought you were going to have? I personally felt that way. You know, like we were meant to be traveling in our RV right now, uh, heading to Florida on the beaches and then going into the mountains. And it's not happening just yet. doesn't mean that it won't happen soon, but it's not happening just yet. And I kept reminiscing about that. And I was feeling this nostalgia about being in the outdoors and all these things. And, and I felt like, wow, like I am actually grieving this thing. And so recognize that. But it doesn't mean that you have to feel a loss for it or negative about what's happening right now. And so what I want to offer you is some basic ideas that I've been using to help me navigate my mind through these times. Because I'll be the first to tell you that if we navigate our psychology better during these times, we're much more likely to work out consistently and we're much more likely to eat better consistently and we're much more likely to have good systems and routines and habits that are going to help us through these challenges. If we don't adapt our psychology to these these landscapes right now, that's when other things, self-care routines get neglected. And that's that that vicious sort of cycle that we find ourselves in. And then we and then it's really challenging to choose to smile. And it's really challenging to choose to see the happiness in these things. I mean, like it's it's hard for a lot of people. Like we have a student right now amazing gentleman. He's been through so much in these last few months in his life, overcoming cancer and having just these personal challenges. And then he's going through these personal challenges with his father being very, very sick with cancer and going through those challenges right now where you can't necessarily see your loved ones. And you know that they're going through these things and you don't know how much time that they have left. And it's hard. And it's really challenging to see the positives in that. It's really challenging to see the things to be thankful for in that. But you can do it if you step back and you breathe and you look at the bigger picture and you choose to see the positive and you choose to smile and you choose to focus on what you're grateful for. I know it's not easy, but it is worth it. And so what I want to put forward to you is the first thing is future pace the feelings that you want to have. Now, what I mean by this is think about what you want to feel, right? So do you want to feel more peace? Do you want to feel more positive? Do you want to have better energy? 
Now, ask yourself in this moment, what things do you know have helped generate those feelings for you in the past? See, this is where most people go down the wrong path, where they look at how they're feeling right now and they allow their current emotional state to drive their current behaviors and decisions. So if you're feeling really stressed out and in a funk right now, you're like, screw it. I'm going to eat a bunch of donuts and cookies. I'm done. And so you're allowing your emotional state right now to dictate what you do in this moment. What do you think happens when you get into that cycle? Then once you do those things that don't make you feel good, physiologically and mentally, you then feel worse or as bad in the next moment, which then fuels more negative decisions. And so you keep making negative decisions. Rather, what I do now is I think to myself, how do I want to feel in an hour? How do I want to feel right after this moment? How do I want to feel in an hour from now? How do I want to feel later today? And I reverse engineer that feeling. So I ask myself, okay, I want to have better energy. I want to have a better temperament. I want to have a better mood. How do I need to eat? (laughs) How do I need to operate and live and talk and think to make that happen? And so I future pace the feelings that I want to have. And I say, okay, right. If I want to have better energy, I know that I've got to eat as many whole plant foods as possible. And so I make, I I will myself, I wasn't even going to say force, I will myself to make those better decisions now, knowing that it's like an investment into that feeling I want to generate. And I think about that feeling, I focus on that feeling of better energy, better mental clarity, because you know that like junk food, bad food choices, they affect your mental clarity, they affect your energy levels, they affect your brain fog or, or mental acuity. I want to be sharp. I want to have better energy for my business, for my students, for you guys, for my family, for myself. And so I think about that and I think to myself, okay, I need to get outside. We need to walk. We need to get in the fresh air and the sun because I know that when we get sun or even if it's a cloudy day, just fresh air and walking helps. And so I, I will myself to do that. I will myself to do these podcasts because I know that once I've done them, I self-coach myself to go out and do these things I'm talking to you about. I will myself to reach out and message people and that when I'm feeling helpless, to be more helpful because I know that on that back end of that, I feel better. So future pace, how you want to feel and ask yourself, once I consume this alcohol, or once I consume this processed food, or once I skip this workout because life got busy, am I going to feel the way that I want to feel after this? Will I generate the best feelings that I can and reverse engineer that process? That's the first thing. The next thing is start adapting your environment. One of the most simple strategies that it's obvious, but people seem to work at walk around this is this idea that just will yourself to not bring so much processed garbage and junk food into your house stop using your children as an excuse to be bringing tons of junk food into your house i've just got to say that because one ultimately you don't want to be feeding them bunches of candy bars and just 
bags of chips, right? It's not ultimately good for them anyway. And the thing is, is part of you kind of wants that. Part of you is kind of like, man, I kind of would would go for that right now. (laughs) And I get it. It's hard. It's really tough right now. But if you have those temptations in your environment, you're so much more likely to default to them when you feel mentally weak. And it's the same with alcohol. Stop bringing the alcohol into your house. Stop bringing the processed junk foods into your house. I know that it's not always easy and you're going to come up with a myriad of reasons why. It's the spouse. It's the, it's the mother-in-law. It's the kids. It's this and that and the other. Put a line in the sand and say, I've got to start changing my physical environment because this is not helping me. I'm not necessarily able to always future pace the feelings that I want. And in the moment, I keep defaulting to those negative choices. You've got to draw that line. There's nothing wrong with going out to the store and grabbing a treat, but you don't have to get a month worth of treats to bring home. Get something that you can eat once and then it's done, right? So that's that's what we've been doing. We definitely... And because we're not going to the store as much right now, we're going, you know, once every 10 days, we don't have all those things in our face, which actually is a good thing. So that's one part of the environment. The other part of the environment is the conversations you're having, the type of conversations you're having in person and online with people. There's a lot of arguing and and debating and paranoia going online with social media right now. Stop engaging in so much of that stuff. It's not helping you. It's not helping you. And you know that the fear is driving it, but it's and it's not helping you. So what I'm telling you to do is unfollow people, unsubscribe to stuff that's not serving you. Start leaning in more into positive contributions and discussions. For example, like in our Veg Up Basecamp, which I link in the show notes, join that. We post positive stuff in that all the time. We're always focusing on positive conversations there. That's where I hang out on social media. Because I want to have a protected ecosystem to be in that helps everyone grow. And I recognize that's the only way we can move forward. So you've got to engineer your online space. And I talk about this in so many other podcast episodes. But also, again, your environment. So make sure that you're not having all these temptations in your house. That's so important. And even your environment with the type of discussions you're having in your house. And I'll talk about that in the last little point that I want to make. But the next one is, again, look for solutions through the problems. So be solution-orientated. And what I mean by this, and I feel like a lot of people who aren't entrepreneurs don't necessarily have this mindset nailed down yet. It's not something that seems to come naturally to people straight away. And what I mean by this is, If you've been laid off from your job or you are in a position where now you're at home all the time with your kids or you can't get to the gym and or you're just feeling like your mental health is going downhill or whatever's happening because of the current challenges. And this could be applied to any challenge that you go through in your life, not just COVID-19 right now, that rather than looking at the problems and being like, oh, God, this sucks. Like, this is just terrible. I'm just going to sit here and just kind of hope and pray that things improve. Look for viable solutions. And what I mean by this is this is a a simple, tangible thing I ask myself. What skills, what things are you good at that people need help with right now that you can remove a pain point from their life 
and monetize that skill to get compensated for that. So if you've lost your job, rather than just sitting there waiting for the government to come and save you, because they're not going to come and save you, you have to ask yourself, what things come naturally to you? What are you good at? What skills do you have that you know you could move into another niche or another space that you could help someone with? For example, maybe you have in the past, you know, you're good at IT stuff, for example, and you've been doing a certain thing up until this point, but you're good at website design or video editing. Go on Fiverr.com or Upwork, which are like uh, contractor platforms and promote your services for video editing for people, for bigger businesses who need help with their marketing or people need help with editing their YouTube videos, anything, anything. You can get good at anything, guys. You have to be adaptive and willing to look for solutions. And it's the same with working out from home. Some people think to themselves, oh, well, I can't get to the gym and lift the heavy barbells. I might as well just kind of do nothing because like body weight workouts are not going to make make me progress. That's in your head. You can progress with any type of workout if you push yourself close enough to failure. Any workout. So the stories we tell ourselves in our head are the limiting factors about, oh, well, I'll just wait for to see what happens. Or because I can't do 100%, I'm going to do none, right? And so that is not how we want to think about things. We want to think adaptively and look for solutions. It's about asking good questions. So ask those questions that I just mentioned before. Ask those things to yourself today to get yourself into positions where you can generate better outcomes. And I ask myself this every single day. I'm like, who needs my help? Who right now is struggling with their health, their fitness, their psychology, and their performance within their job, within their life as a business owner or an entrepreneur or an employee or a parent or anyone depends on them being a better version of themselves, physically, cognitively, immunofunction-wise, how can I be of service to those people right now? And I actively go out there and I look for that. And the last thing that I want to mention to you is keep coming back to the vision of your life. And this kind of ties into that process that I talked about earlier where like the, the grieving of the experience you thought you were going to have. So, what I've been doing a lot more, even so now, is looking at my vision board. And in my vision board, I have a couple of different things. So I have images from our past that generated the feelings that I love, the feelings of freedom, presence, exploration, high energy, abundance, all that stuff. And I have certain images that I have on my vision board that we've already done and that bring me back to and remind me of those feelings as a way to kind of, it's like a guidance system to guide me back into that focus that I want to have. I also have future pacing visions, other places, environments, things we want to achieve and have that we haven't got yet that I know will generate more of those feelings ahead of time. And I also have people on my vision board who model and emulate the mindsets and the psychology required to generate and have those things and experiences that we want in our lives. And so you can see it's like 
past, present with the people, and future pacing. So, and it's there to generate a certain type of feeling, belief, and emotion. And what I also do is I take those same images and I even take short videos of things and I, and I put them as a heart icon on my phone. That heart icon is like your favorites album. So when I'm not looking at my vision board, I'm scrolling through and looking at those heart icon things on my phone to anchor me back into those feelings that I want to have. Now, Yes, things have changed right now. You might be grieving, having not having some of the opportunities you thought you were going to have. And that is okay to have that feeling. But what I would tell you to do is tweak your vision to just fit the current climate. So look over these things more, reminisce and get into that state, meditate over them more and ask yourself, okay, so maybe it's going to be delayed slightly. But can I get out at some point sooner rather than later and still make those things happen? And maybe you have to adjust things because of the budget or the time of year or whatever. But also think, okay, I'm going to adapt these. How can I adapt these and look forward to that adaptation? How can I adapt what I was going to have to fit the current paradigm so I can focus and be excited for that future and recognize that you will have many more opportunities to generate that feeling and that outcome in your life. Adapting and fitting your dream and vision just to fit the current landscape while still dreaming big and having a bold vision for your life. Like It's not a reason to play small and shrink yourself down and be like, well, I'm just going to think I'm just going to think realistically right now and and do nothing and not have a bold vision and not be excited for the future. Adapt that big, bold vision, but still keep it bold. Still keep it amazing. That's what I'm here to tell you is that adaptation about your vision is so important. And I do this all the time with our travels in our RV. So I keep thinking about, okay, so now that things are changing a little bit, Where can we go? How can we make that still happen? What do I need to do today to kind of generate that outcome and those feelings and that focal point? That ties back to being happier now. It ties back to being grateful now about being able to see your challenges differently. It ties back to being able to smile now because you're adapting your vision and your dream so you can make this new reality happen for yourself. Guys, this stuff is so important because I know for myself, if I don't think this way and I don't do these things, it's very easy to default to negative patterns in the past. And I saw another line that I want to leave you with to contemplate on. And someone said, maybe this whole coronavirus situation is just making you more of what you already were. So if you were already more of a negative person, it's amplifying that. If you were more of an anxious person, it's amplifying that. If you were already maybe struggling with addictive tendencies, it's amplifying that. If you were struggling, or, or alternatively, and think about this, if you are already focusing on being happier, you get even more happier. Or if you focus on giving, you give even more. And by giving more and by focusing on the solutions even more, and being adaptive even more, 
and doing the hard things in the moment even more because it's going to generate the outcome for you and future pacing the type of feelings that you want even more to get yourself through these challenges better for it, that can be a good thing. So ask yourself, what are the feelings I'm feeling most of right now? Maybe it's just amplifying those things that were already there and you can flip that on its head and use it as something to work on right now. It's shining light on the areas in your life that if you work on, will actually give you the most growth in your life and transform you the most. And so don't see it as a negative thing. Don't be like, oh, now it's making me worse of everything that I, I'm not good at. No, it's shining light on the areas of your life that if you work on today and this week and next week, you will have the most growth. And that is something to smile about, my friend. So today, go out there. Give people virtual hugs. Reach out to them. Let them know that they matter. Ask them how they are doing. Do the things that I mentioned. Get out there into the world and focus on the beautiful things that can happen in your life. Focus on those things because at the end of the day, our choice to perceive a situation positively or negatively, that's really the only thing that we can control. So focus on that, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at Fraser at EvolvingAlpha.com for coaching options and mentorship. Because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.